Good morning and welcome to the members' exclusive podcast from Marcus Today. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday, the 29th of January. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, the index, here we are just after 11.30 on Monday morning. We're up 4.8 points or 0.06%, 7,560. We did open at 75.44. We had a high, we're slightly off the high of 75.72 this morning and the low is where we opened. So it is a little bit of a quiet start to the week. We do, of course, have some big numbers coming out from local markets in terms of the CPI on Wednesday. And we've also got a week of Federal Reserve uh, Open Market Committee as well, plus, of course, a bevy or a slew of technology companies from the US reporting as well. So at the moment, we are up a modest amount in terms of uh, stocks that are doing well and sectors. The bank sector continues to do well. CBA up 0.8 of a percent, NAB's up 0.6, and Westpac up 0.7 percent. The casualties are in the resource and the tech space, interestingly. We do have BHP down 1.6%, possibly on the back of that Samarco ruling that came out of the Brazilian court over the weekend, uh, taking its toll there. IGO also uh, having a little bit of a slip today. Uh, They said their joint venture partners in the Greenbush's lithium mine are expecting volumes in the first half to be the below forecast. Stock down around 2.5% on the back of that. Other lithium stocks under a little bit of pressure. Again, Pilbara are down 1.3% and Linus down 2.4% in the rare earth space. Gold stocks also slipping today. And we have seen a little bit of a pickup in the oil and gas space on the back of those uh, events in the Middle East uh, with uh, the Iranian-backed militant groups attacking and the US casualties as a result of that uh, three dead and 21 wounded, so the oil price poking its head back up again, continuing to push a bit higher. Woodside up 2.2%, and Santos up a similar amount. We are seeing a little bit of selling in the tech space. WiseTech down 2.8, and Zero down 3%, but the rest of the market relatively solid across the board. One standout is Wesfarmers down 1.6% there. In terms of corporate news out this morning, Woolies has warned of two major write-downs in its upcoming half-yearly report. It seems that New Zealand is not going particularly well. Stock's down 0.5%. They're also having to write down their 9.1% valuation in the stake, the 9.1% stake in Endeavour. Woolies only down half a percent on that. Endeavour down half a percent on that as well. Some of the interest rate-sensitive stocks doing okay today. We've got REITs. Uh, doing better. Goodman Group up 0.6 of a percent. And we are seeing in terms of those 10-year yields, 4.22%. So nothing very exciting on that front for the yields. But uh, as I say, we are seeing a little bit of interest in those REITs. Healthcare also doing okay. Ramsey up 0.6 of a percent. In other corporate news out this morning, uh, BAPCOR is having a better day. It is reporting a slip in profits in its upcoming half-yearly report. Earnings are expected to increase 2% year-on-year, but the share is doing okay, uh, despite that slight, uh, I guess, disappointment 
on uh, some of those numbers that are going to come out, but 5.5% higher for BAPCOR. So it looks like it was built into the price perpetual. Also out this morning, uh, they are around 1.7% uh, lower. Uh, they said this morning the clients pulled around $4.3 billion of assets from its funds. And Suncorp was well out with some news this morning, not really affecting it, uh, down 0.2 of a percent. They said that wild weather hitting the Australian east coast over the past month has amounted to insurance costs around 570 odd million. I think they do have wild weather provisions and uh, catastrophe provisions of about 1.3 billion, which explains uh, why we haven't seen an awful lot of movement in that Suncorp share price. In terms of some of the winners today, Adriatic Metals having a good day today, not huge volume, in fact, not huge volume across the board really, uh, but they certainly up 6.4%. That Babcorp uh, result, or certainly the confession, I guess, cheering the market a little bit. Maybe the market was expecting it to be worse. Uh, down 5.5%. We've got DVP as well, uh, developed global, which was under a lot of pressure last week. They have had their quarterly out today. Uh, they were up 5.5%. Trading update from DV, uh, DVP uh, in terms of that. Uh, they had uh, their quarterly out this morning, uh, so a little bit of um, interest remaining in there, continuing to build diversified portfolio of Australian battery metal assets for commodities turnaround. Significant progress uh, made there. So read the announcement if you're interested in DVP. Uh, we've also seen GQG doing well today. Uh, they're up 4.2%. And Jumbo Interactive also having a good day. I'm not sure if the 150 mil went off last week. Certainly didn't go off in my pocket. Uh, but Jumbo 3.1% higher. In terms of the losers this morning, uh, Gold Road, their quarterly out this morning, down 12.9%. We're also seeing a bit of a sell-off in uranium stocks. Uh, that uh, Gold Road number uh, not uh, really cheering the market at all. And uh, we are seeing that sell-off in uranium stocks as well. The uranium price itself under a little bit of pressure as one uh, member said to me, it always comes under a little bit of pressure at the end of the month because many of the contracts are based on month-end prices. So it's in some people's interest to push it down a bit. Gold Road uh, in the gold space, that quarterly not doing much cheer for them, down 12.9%. LTM, Arcadium, which is the, uh, the live end and uh, the new entity there, um, falling 6.8% down today. And lithium stocks, uh, not lithium stocks, rather uranium stocks, under a lot of pressure. We've got Boss Energy down 6.6%, Bannerman down 6.7%, ERA, which kind of bounces around, and let's face it, it's just a bit of a day trader's fun thing, down 12.3%. Deep Yellow down 5.2% as well. One of the big casualties in the mid-cap space today is Calix which has fallen nearly 22% on an update there from their partner, uh, Heidelberg Cement, on one of their plants uh, actually being shut down. And so they're going to have to move the Lilac 2 pilot plant elsewhere and delays there to that. Not much on the big picture side of things. Greg Combay has been announced as a new future fund boss. So that is of interest. Now going through just Henry's take this morning, 
uh, just looking at that. Still looking at adding uh, both AVH and Polynovo, PNV, to the small cap portfolio, but in no particular hurry at the moment. Both have performed quite well, so hoping for a little bit of a pullback in either or all of those two. Uh, at the moment, Avita stubbornly uh, $4.90, up 2.5%, and Polynovo uh, up around uh, half a cent, or 0.28%. Did have a look today as well at GQG Partners. Uh, just looking at that one, it is relatively cheap. Uh, the stock's up 4.2%. I added it this morning on the open at $1.81, as that was where it opened. Uh, my um, recommendation out well and truly before the open, so... Um, hopefully you had time to action that if you read the Henry's take this morning. Uh, they're currently trading around 186.5, so maybe a few other people had a like mind. But certainly GQG Partners ticks a lot of boxes. Funds under management increasing. Their investment performance is good. They, of course, do have leverage to the market as well, much like uh, the likes of Magellan and Macquarie do. But also, interestingly, they do have a potential yield in 2024 of around 9.5%. So there's a lot to like about it. One thing that may come into play is the IPO was done at $2 uh, some time ago. And as a result of that, we may see a little bit of stock come out of the market at around $2. But they're still $1.87.5 at the moment, uh, just ticking up again as I'm going to air. So uh, not a bad one to have a little look at. Certainly price targets a lot higher uh, than uh, the current market. But as I say, there could be a little bit of stock coming out at two bucks. Funds under management at the end of November uh, were 112.6 billion, up from uh, October's number, 103.9 billion. So good inflows there, not just the market. Of course, they did take a bit of a punt on Adani some time ago, and as a result, they seem to have got that one right. And as Adani have recovered, so to have GQG which is going pretty well. They've been up from uh, uh, just around Christmas, $1.30, $1.40, now to, to nearly $1.90. So not going too badly. As far as other stuff in Henry's Take today go, of course, Marcus, uh, not in today. Uh, just a little bit of a reporting season preview. Uh, plenty of brokers out there at the moment with the reporting season preview. The key, of course, is do not disappoint. Uh, we saw last week uh, Nanosonics and Domino's, which is having a better day today, I have to say, after the trouncing it got the other day. A few bargain hunters around in Domino's uh, today up 2.4%. Uh, Hardly a stunning rebound, but I guess we'll take that if you're a Domino shareholder. Nanosonics, though, continuing to slip as brokers downgrading there, down another 2.6%, although they did have a bit of a bounce on, when was it, Thursday. But do not disappoint very much the mantra. Uh, a lot of analysts, of course, uh, get the quiet word in their shell-like ears in terms of uh, their forecast by the companies, and uh, a little quiet whisper can uh, see a few downgrades before the results, which can cushion any surprise. But I guess what's really concerning about any surprise that we see with these results is that it sometimes comes as a surprise not only to the market, but also to the management with a deterioration in those results. Maybe they were banking on a good Christmas, etc., not coming through. So it doesn't instill a lot of confidence in management or their systems. There are going to be landmines going off throughout the reporting season or the killing season, uh, but certainly uh, when you look at the research 
Uh, brokers expecting earnings to fall in FY24. The main culprit of the earnings fall is the drop in earnings for resource stocks. Of course, that has been quite pronounced, especially in base metal companies, lithium companies as well. Probably not so much in BHP, Rio and Fortescue on the iron ore side of things, but um, <laughs> brokers also forecasting a little bit of a slim down in banking profits as well. Both of those weighing, but industrials are expected to show around 7.6% earnings per share growth. Insurers emerging as the best of the bunch. And if you, like I, have been getting your insurance renewal notices recently, you'll know that uh, insurance generally has gone up quite a lot. Uh, and certainly the insurance companies have been making hay while sunshines, especially given uh, the higher interest rates they're going to be getting as well for their money. Uh, we've seen recent downgrades, as I said, in Nanosonic Dominoes, LaVisa, WiseTech. Uh, two of the stocks that Macquarie is suggesting to be overweight are healthcare stocks, CSL and ResMed. We did have some good results or better results out of ResMed. CSL has been uh, chugling higher. 230 bucks uh, was its kind of low. It's now 293, heading back towards that $300 level. But uh, looking at some of Macquarie's research highlights today, uh, they remain underweight in the banks. CBA, they maintain and underperform all-time highs there. In the insurance sector, IAG is their preferred stock. In discretionary spending stocks, JB Hi-Fi, Wes Farmers in focus. Interesting to see Satire doing well today on the back of those big rises in luxury stocks in Europe. TPW, Temple and & Webster and Breville also preferred their tech. Interestingly, they have Tyro as one of their picks for the reporting season. We did get a bit of an update uh, from Tyro recently. TWE, Treasury Wine Estates, not sharing my enthusiasm there, suggesting that the US could be a little bit weak and that could be an earnings downside surprise. Qantas could see better numbers given travel and I guess also given fuel prices, the way that's worked. And JLG, John's Ling Group, also in focus from Macquarie. They are looking there for potential upside surprise. And in the utility space, Origin could see a dividend surprise to the upside after the uh, failed takeover. Keep an eye also in reporting season on staffing costs, especially in some of the stocks like uh, healthcare, etc., cetera, uh, where we are seeing uh, price increases for staffing. So just have a little look through Henry's take today. Of course, we do have the RBA meeting coming up, and at the moment, uh, we get that CPI on Wednesday. 4.3% is the number to look for there, uh, down from 5.4%. No change to rates expected in February. The only one expecting any rates to change is National Australia Bank, uh, which sees uh, rates rising in February to uh, another high. So that should um, be interesting to see if they're right. They are about the only one out there of any size uh, that is predicting a change in rates for the RBA in February. We do get the Federal Reserve FOMC meeting this week as well, so that'll be interesting. In Henry State, usual check-ins in terms of fear and greed in the US. We do have the US markets in extreme greed, as you would expect, given all-time highs across the board. And finally, just don't forget that Ask the Analyst session on Friday night, 5.30, your chance to ask me about anything. In fact, you can ask about stocks, themes, sectors, anything educational, anything you like. It goes for about an hour, and uh, it's usually fun, fast and furious. 
So um, tune in on 5.30 on Friday night. If you are doing better things, then, of course, it will be available not only as a video, but also as a podcast too. So you can listen to that. And I'm also just uh, sitting down tomorrow afternoon around 2 o'clock with Emma Davidson from Stoud Capital and uh, recording another On the Couch episode. So I'm quite looking forward to that. In the meantime, strategy remains the same. Nothing really to divert us, um, rather Marcus, from his course. Uh, Nothing to divert uh, my view. We continue to push higher. The market is uh, not seeing too many problems out there. And although it does look a little stretched and a little bit overbought, and we do get an extreme greed level in the US, it still wants to go higher, it does look like. But it is a big week for the US this week, a big, big week, with an awful lot of the big tech companies reporting. Currently, we do have uh, Dow Futures down around 87 points. Uh, It is Sunday night in the US, so there's not a great deal of guide there. And NASDAQ Futures as well, down around uh, 30-odd points. So... A little bit of negativity leading in there, but our market, as I've been recording this, we're now up 13 points, so not looking too bad at all. Once again, thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. We're back again this afternoon with the end of day report.